0: All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. In and we'll start in five, four, three, two. Hello, and welcome to Sketch in Review, uh, the Hello. SNL live sketch review show that's pre-recorded. Yes, uh, we could do it live. Yeah, uh, listen, there are already review podcasts of SNL that do it live right after the show airs, and that's late. Oh. That's late at night. Yeah. Not that I'm, uh, not that I'm... Not that I'm not up, oh. but... That's
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not up, but I'm not, uh, willing to do anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I took a guess... Fucking that. Oh.
1: <laughs> it was great. And then I got woken up by somebody loudly watching TV. Fuck me up. You know, you know normally naps at night are just called sleep. That's the thing. Like I was I was in bed and I was falling asleep and it was 10 p.m. and I was like this is it this is my chance to get a good night's sleep and it didn't work out. What time did you wake up? I woke up, I, I was like it was like 30 minutes and it, I was like oh, fading in and out. It oh, was not good. Unfortunate.
0: I hate when that happens. I know. All right. Uh So we'll start with uh, the Cold Open, which was uh, the Ukrainian chorus Dunka of New York. Uh, And they sang uh, a Ukrainian song. I'm not sure uh, which one. It could have been the national anthem, it could have been something else. Uh, Listen, obviously, we all know what happened this week. Uh, Let's go, Ukraine.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're I, I hope this doesn't age poorly, but it seems like they're doing a pretty good job. So uh, uh you know, keep it up, but people are still dying and that's disgusting. So, you know. That's the that's the whole thing. It was it like you said, it was it was nice, it was well done. It's the kind of thing where
0: As if you know, they did
1: do a they could have taken a massive risk and made a a, a their a cold open trying to get on the bleeding edge and blah blah but uh it SNL's not about those kinds of risks and if it failed nobody would be happy so <laughs> and this was very nice so like you know there's it, it's really how much do you want to
0: put on the line for <laughs> a cold open yeah it's also SNL's been known to do like these sorts of things where they'll forego a cold open for something else if something huge happens.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing. It's, yeah. it's altogether a good thing. And it's not like they stayed away from it completely. They had plenty of stuff in the Weekend Update about it, mm-hmm. so much so that they didn't have any featured segments, but we'll get to that. Oops,
0: all jokes. Uh, yeah, so that's the cold <laughs> open. Uh, so we'll move right into John Mulaney's monologue. Cool. I Great, perfect. But, like, also John Mulaney is a world-class stand-up comedian who, all his bits are so well-written and well-timed down to, like, each little word that, of course, he's gonna crush an SNL monologue.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, as, as, uh... (laughs) He wrote them! He fucking uh...
0: wrote them for X amount of years! (laughs)
1: God damn. Maybe we're just uh, more into the John Mulaney scene because uh, we are both uh, uh, daughters and/or sons that are uh, bad at sports. Hey, I am good at sports. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm
0: sorry. So then, what are you doing here? Get I, have out
1: of
0: a... <laughs> <bias>. <laughs> I have a high sports IQ. <laughs> I'm a thinking uh, player. <laughs> mm. <laughs> One of them, <laughs>
1: or as we call you at the uh, on the field, water boys, mm-hmm. assistant coaches. <laughs> Ooh, assistant coaches. Assistant well, to the coach. Anyway. Assistant, damn, damn. Uh, listen, I listen, st- yeah,
0: stand, <laughs> probably never. <laughs> I can dream, Harold. I just, I think the assistant two is just too good of a joke to ever die. It is. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, listen, I, like I just said, stand up is always just gonna crush SNL monologues. Yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, I think my favorite part is I'm going to go see John do stand up in June at a uh, Hard Rock, and fucking like I can't wait to hear this fucking all these bits again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's.
1: It's. I mean. It's it's very interesting seeing uh, uh, man that man with drug problem uh, uh, John Mulaney just being John Mulaney
0: and talking about his drug problem. It's almost surreal. And uh, well, the thing is, uh, is that Mulaney in his specials never shied away from the fact that he had a problem at one point.
1: Yeah, but it was never this. It was never like yeah. It was uh, never this
0: raw. Is the thing because it didn't happen. Because yeah. this is the only time it happened while he was famous. Yeah, the other times it's, it's he's like, also before. just like
1: <laughs> it's also just like it's 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 inter like he he <laughs> it's still it doesn't feel any different from any other bit that he would do, but it's about this one specific aspect of his life that you think would not be would be harder for him to cover, and he, he does, and it probably is harder for him to cover. But anyway, it it was a really really good
0: monologue. I fucking loved his... Yeah, I know what you're thinking. If they cared so much about my health and safety (laughs) and way being, why wouldn't they fly over? Don't worry. I touched on that. Multiple
1: (laughs) times. I was ringing that bell constantly. (laughs) Uh
0: Which I think is a fair point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my god! My uh, my other favorite part of this joke was that the insurrection happened while he was in rehab, and it's because he was in rehab that it <laughs> That's happened. That's right. All I could think was they saw what he did to Princess Diana. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Anyway, yeah, monologue very solid. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up is Monkey Judge. You know I like this. You yeah, listen, this. it's 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 fine. It's like, it's an okay sketch. Uh, monkey bits are funny, don't get me wrong. They've been done before. Better, I would say.
1: <laughs> it's the problem with the John Mulaney show is also what's great about the John Mulaney show in that every character is John Mulaney and we need to put up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you can get into that vibe, um, you're going to have a great time. Uh, if that annoys you in even the slightest way, it's only going to get worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's such... <laughs> like like this is just a sketch where like somebody watched a nature documentary on monkeys and was like, "Let's do it, let's do it, and let's have John play the monkey because like that's funny." <laughs>
1: yeah, and it is very funny. It's funny to because... watch. Like,
0: no, I understand where you're coming from, and <laughs> that
1: there, it's it's very unfocused in a lot of ways if you can separate it if you separate it from the John Mullaney speaking in the John Mullaney voice explaining very candidly things ways in which monkeys are dangerous and or just not people, um very, very funny. Uh, oh if you can separate it from that, um it is very weak because it's just that. it is just that recurring joke. but the recurring joke is very strong. so it's a good sketch. I don't know.
0: Yeah, listen, I could take it or leave it. I feel like it's a weak opening sketch, especially because we had such a serious cold opener. It is It is a ten minutes to one sketch that they put at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got to say about it. Uh, oh, I really liked his, I put these together. It took trial and error, but I won the juice, which is just so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny.
1: <laughs> it's so good. Every line he gave in that was great. Well, not all of them, but like we're we're looking at a hit 90 a good 90% hit rate, which for
0: the amount of jokes <laughs> is pretty good for SNL. Yeah. Uh so uh next up we get the pre-record for uh the dog food sketch. As someone who knows crazy pet owners, this sketch is so like to a T. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no no, this was this is
1: I, not even just crazy pet owners. This is just like, there are, there are whole,
0: there, there are whole, yeah, this is a lot of conversations. This is, this is, this is the most (laughs) annoying. So Teresa just adopted a cat, right? Okay. And so she's watching videos and this is her first pet. So she's obviously like nervous. And so she's watching like videos about like, oh, how to like get cat proof your home and such. And one of them is like, you should get a lock for your oven so that the cat doesn't climb in. And I'm like, what the... Who the fuck is getting this shit? <laughs> right? Like, um, on, he- on the off chance that the cat jumps from the counter onto the handle of the oven door, manages to bring it down enough that it can get in, and then it closes itself back up, and then you just start preheating the oven. <laughs> all of this is... Yeah, all of this is contingent
1: on... Like, listen, the... <laughs> My, my dad worked in information security and he always said no security can hold uh, no system can hold up to collusion And my <laughs> point is you need to have a cat on the inside to make sure you need this is a two cat operation yeah <laughs> someone needs to be on the inside
0: to make this <laughs> this
1: oven situation work out
0: <laughs> yeah and you know uh to move it on like my family has always owned dogs right and, you know, we get, yeah. we normally get, like, the yeah. Science Hills diet, big fucking bag. Sure. And, you know, some pet owners are always, like, very judgy of it. <laughs> They're always like, why aren't you getting the fucking, eight, like they said, $80 fucking It's only 29
1: cents more per day per month. I don't know why you're not
0: doing it. Yeah, but that math still doesn't work out. <laughs> That's my <laughs> favorite part, is that the math definitely doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, very uh, good. A lot of fun. Lot of also fun. very
1: uncomfortable, but uh, uh, very good nonetheless. Well, listen,
0: that's that's such like that's such like a good line for any sketch, which is just take this situation that happens in ads and just add the biggest dash of realism to it, where the only person yep. where it's like you know because the ad is the the like normal normal person ad would be they do that. Uh, They say it only costs 32 cents more per day per month, and the other person would just accept that as fact and get the other dog food, and then they'd leave. But instead, we have this dash of realism where the other person goes, what the fuck do you mean it's only 32 more cents a day per month? The math doesn't check out. (laughs) And then the other person reacts how a person who would start that fucking conversation with someone about (laughs) what they're feeding their dog would have to up it because they don't know math. (laughs)
1: It's like, it's like unedited footage of a bear level of, like, going off the fucking rails, where, like, the- after the- It- it just- I start worrying for the safety of this woman. Because she's just getting yelled, and then it goes completely off the rails, where now it's a drama of her and her boyfriend. And her saying, I can't do this anymore.
0: It's very good. It was oh. a very good sketch. Uh, also, her name was Rebecca Ann Bush, which I just thought was funny. Of course, that, was, that is a that's a that's a John Mulaney knows exactly what's going on. Name. <laughs> uh, all right, so the next sketch we get is uh, the COVID restriction sketch. Uh, you seemed like you weren't a fan. I, it's just like, I don't know, maybe, maybe just someone says something slightly against the mainstream opinion and everyone goes, <gasps> is barely a sketch.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Listen, it's true. the there only- There was a lot of weaknesses in there.
0: The only person I think who did good in this sketch is Heidi Gardner, and that's because she snapped herself out of the fucking sketch halfway through. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, it is, it's one of those, it's dangerous- middle of SNL likes to do the middle of the road thing and uh that can be dangerous because it's a situation uh, some situations like you can't go middle of the road in this one uh it ended up blowing up in their faces because they ended up saying "No," they ended up saying nothing and then they ended up saying something that would piss off everyone and then they ended up saying like it was just it's, it was it was
0: there's Unfocused,
1: just... there was no meaning behind it, and it was, like, the idea of everyone, this, like, I love the idea of everyone being like, we can't have this conversation at a dinner, it's too complicated, it's going to, <laughs> we're all going to get have a bad time. That was fun. And then the things that people were saying and the way people were reacting was because people would say something sort of innocuous and people would react weird, but then somebody would say something kind of fucked and people would react identically. It was just, it was, it it needed, it needed focus. It it was a sketch that didn't have focus,
0: that it was dangerous for it not to have focus. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and we're not even talking like dangerous and like misinformation, because if you're going to SNL for information, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) It's true, it's true.
1: It's not it's not going to It's dangerous it's, dangerous it's dangerous in
0: the sense that like it's just like dangerous because you're gonna fail at this sketch. It's where it's just like they didn't even like escalate well because they went they went from uh, they went from someone being like, hey, th- I read an article about how um, masks really didn't do anything during the pandemic. And it's like, okay, all right, so that's that's our base, right? That's where we started. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, we move to Kate McKinnon's character saying, like, you know, it's understandable why they'd have hesitations. Which, you know, listen, yes, I understand it. <laughs> she's not like she's not wrong, but like also, yeah. whatever. And then fucking like, John jumps in with, "Did I have to drop my friend because he didn't get a booster?" It's like that's like a weird non sequitur, barely on the same level. It's a de escalation map
1: and it's hard because it is hard because a lot of people have different opinions on absolutely everything about this so you can't do proper escalation unless things are getting com- like comical to the level where nobody believes this where like if they if they progressively become less and less uh giving a shit about masks or progressively become more and more overreacting to things like I looked at someone on the subway with COVID, and uh, I got spat. On. I don't know. It's, it's no, no, mad. no, no. It, it's, it's like
0: like the escalation would have to be uh, like someone admitting that in the in like uh, April of 2020 they locked eyes with someone across the street while they were both in their apartments, and everyone being like being like I can't believe you'd be so dangerous. Yes, yes. Like exactly. you have to Thank get to such a level of absurdity for it to start even being funny. Yes. No, and, and it
1: was just uh, the, the absurdity. All of the comedy was in all of the silly things they were doing to escape the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so if it was just. And maybe that was the first draft. They were just saying things that people thought. That people, you know, around the You know, the table shit, were sh-
0: shit that, like, when you drop it at a dinner table, the dinner table goes fucking silent because nobody wants to touch it. Exactly. That actually. I guess that actually
1: was the escalation, but.
0: But all they of didn't. The, like the actual
1: covid shit was detracting from yeah
0: it should have it should have went like fucking hardcore if it wanted to do that it should have went hardcore where it started with like covid stuff went to like race relations and then went to like fucking like over the top alien i don't know aliens or something like even fucking bigger than the last two yeah yeah well no actually a great punchline would be if somebody brought up
1: aliens and everybody agreed because, uh... <laughs> yeah, because we're subverting was, like, it uh, then. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like, the, the fun thing about... It's also just, like, my apparent... Like, famously, one of my uncles just will say shit. He's a nice guy, but he'll just say shit. And in order to get him... One of my cousins, in order to get him back on the, uh... uh back on, uh, uh... Back away from this conversation that nobody wants to have, will just bring up aliens. And then <laughs> they'll agree that aliens <laughs> are real. And it's fucked
0: up. I mean, listen. But yeah, no. uh, But people, people forget that over the course of this pandemic, the U.S. government released information about unidentified aerial phenomena. (laughs) That's right. Fuck, keep forgetting about that. And it's just like nobody cares because obviously we have more important shit to worry about. But also, like maybe we should be talking about this sometimes.
1: (laughs) Well, no. I just, I, I'm. My biggest concern is the fact that they weren't listening to the travel (laughs) bans.
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, all right. So next up, we get the uh, "Please Don't Destroy" sketch, uh, which Hell is yeah. just uh, good COVID. <laughs> yep. Also unfocused. Also weird. Also a great time. That's that's kind of the theme of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this one, there wasn't like like they had like their premise, which was this new COVID variant makes you feel dope. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. With fucking, and, and everybody just, everybody's
1: just having a party. They're talking about, like, you know, they're just going on vacation. or hanging out. Al Roker comes downstairs, upstairs, <laughs> either way, uh, to, <laughs> to bring sandwiches. And then the news guy that was doing the news is now no longer on the news and bringing sandwiches. And Paul Rudd's there. <laughs> and Paul Rudd's there. It's, it's, it was a great time. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And you can tell that they filmed. I, technically, there were probably some problems, but, like, yeah. too many <laughs>
0: flashing lights and colors to have a bad time. Like, yeah. What are we yeah, this one, like, obviously, yes, it's unfocused, yes, like it, it it kinda overstays its welcome. Uh but like still it's just like people having a good time and it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. There's like uh, like that's... they had they had two solid Fauci jokes. Fauci said, hit the club, <laughs> no masks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: Was it, like, there was, like, some doomer in me that, like, wanted them all to die for their hubris at the end. It was, like, turns out the new COVID variant was dangerous and we were short-sighted. I
0: don't know, because, uh, yeah, but also, like, it does get them focused where, like, suddenly, like, Pokemon become real. Oh, my God, that was and they so do good. And they do this weird fucking momentum shift twice where something, yeah. like, really bad happens and then it's immediately reverted where yep. Paul Rudd comes in, he goes, "I got the new variant, and I got sick at playing the synth," <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the Pokemon has stormed the Capitol to pass sick legislation. <laughs> Everyone gets an Xbox, <laughs> and now that
1: that's good SNL middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Like they they just wanted to like what's it, it's they didn't even they're they're not. They don't want to, they're not touching the political thing, not because they're afraid of the political thing, but because that's not the joke here. The joke here is that something awesome is happening. (laughs) What's something awesome but also
0: silly? And then they did that. And okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if we're going to rank Please Don't Destroy sketches throughout the season, this one's definitely lower on the end just because of... Like in the middle, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There's a few stinkers, but like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not. It's not gonna. It's not overjoyous. It's. It's not like you know, cream of the crop. Nor is it, uh, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Uh, and,
1: and like the the floor for please don't destroy sketches, pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> like just for just for not being among the best,
0: it is still among
1: the best SNL sketches we've seen
0: this year. <laughs> Uh, so that leads right into the five-timers sketch, which... It a good time. Yeah, listen. Obviously, this was the, originally the cold open. Mm, that You're right. You're right. You're right. I didn't think about that. Like, super, super obviously. This was the cold open until Thursday morning when we all... Or Wednesday night. Whenever whenever it happened. <laughs> uh, listen, it was great. They got Candace, Paul, Steve, Tina, Elliot... Fucking uh and then Conan shows Conan's not even a five timer, that's the funniest part. <laughs> yeah. Conan comes on as this sad, dirty man. Who can't even fucking get his lines right.
1: <laughs> can't get his lines I, I like Conan definitely missed a rehearsal or something. And I it's great, you know, everybody loves having him on board. Like it's 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 not like it would have been a better sketch without him. Uh but uh there is just this, vibe. it's it's one of those things where, like, if the joke is that your character sucks, and you didn't practice enough to, like, deliver your lines properly, it just makes it seem like not just your character sucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it could be anything that made it so he can't get there. I don't want to, I recognize that this is probably
0: unfair. Uh, but also, like,
1: but also, but also, you know,
0: you're you're a very rich man, Conan. Listen, I, I I also it's very fun that John Mulaney references his failed sitcom. Yeah. Uh, and then I think my favorite, just a little tidbit from it, is that Steve Martin holds his pipe the wrong way the entire sketch and <laughs> pretends to hit the fucking bull part of it during the <laughs> sketch.
1: That's so good. That's so good. <sighs> He's
0: so funny. Uh, uh, yeah, listen, it would have been a good cold better. open. It's kind of lazy and meandering as, like, just a regular sketch, but obviously you got to have the five-timers sketch for your fifth time. So, you yeah. know, I respect tradition, but that doesn't mean I have to like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, as five-timers sketches go, it was weaker, um, especially uh, much weaker than... Uh, the Paul Rudd sketch all that much earlier. And the Paul Rudd sketch had so fewer moving parts. This one, I, and you know, actually I'm going to give a lot of grace to this. I, 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 I'm going to walk back some of the things. Everybody's got schedules. That's always been a thing with five timer sketches. It's fucking COVID. Everybody's got weird schedules. Everybody can't move all the time. It's I, a lot of it. I'm going to say is probably that like logistical problems. Uh,
0: Yeah. Because,
1: like, it had the same jokes as a five-timer sketch, but everybody was off their game, which is probably because nobody, it's probably that nobody could be in the same room to practice together.
0: Yeah, listen, there's, yeah, it's a lot, five-timer sketches are always, like, they have a, they have a low ceiling already, and then, like, you know, throw in, throw in shitty COVID schedules, and, you know, there's no real chance for it to get off the ground. But, you know, it was fine. It was, uh, it was
1: funny. They're all great performers. Yada yada. It's it, whatever.
0: Yep. Uh, so next up, we have uh, the first song by LCD Sound System.
1: Oh boy! Right. Hey, you want to pitch the you want to pitch the uh, email address before we start talking about this? Oh yeah. Wanna... So uh,
0: for for all of you who are fans of LCD Sound System, uh, and for all of you who are not fans of LCD Sound System, uh, <laughs> you can email us at. That's billyhatemail at gmail.com. That's B-I-L-L-Y-H-A-T-E-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. That is a real email address. It legitimately... It, I I check it every day. Never get any emails. Yeah. If you email uh, no, us... No, you,
1: it's not just for hate mail. You, can, you yeah. can send something on the off chance that you're having a good time right now. You could just uh, send us something saying that. But, yeah, uh, but
0: we just but assume... We, so we know our... We, we assume agree. that we're the heels of this podcast. <laughs> That's right.
1: We are the antagonists of our own stories.
0: <laughs> it's funny in high school whenever we did like our plays, I would always try to I would always try out for the antagonist. <laughs> I was like, I want to <laughs> be the bad guy.
1: I want to be the bad guy at least once. Whenever I tried out for shit, I always got when I was when I was younger, I got fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: the
1: the were like, "That's a nerd." And so I always was like, I was the nerd or the creep or something like that. And then something
0: changed. And then I was just lovable every man Every <laughs> single time. I and It was no matter what I... <laughs> all I got was uh, the character actor role. Whichever, whichever role was just comic relief character actor, that's where I got put.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's you fucking goddamn... Right, high, school, right. high school High school directors are wild. Yeah. <laughs> They just they just decide and then that's your role. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that were in character actor role.
0: <laughs> Listen, I didn't hate it. I had good lines. Yeah. No. Those, all right, those so, are often the most fun roles. So LCD sound system. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start with just a blanket. you know, fuck this band. <laughs> I, I, I I can't will... <laughs> I can't <laughs> yeah, handle. it. you go hard because I'll walk it back. <laughs> There's fucking. All right. So let's let's start off with. First off, you need that many fucking speakers. I get it that you're, you're eight people on stage, but, like, you, <laughs> you need fucking 40 speakers around you at any one time. <laughs> fucking the called, PA system isn't good enough. It's not called VHS Acoustic, Billy. Okay, fine, I get it. But still, like, then you should logistically understand. Because I know, I know for almost a fact that LCD Sound System has played fucking SNL before. So they know how small that goddamn stage is already. And they decided to fucking stack all this shit so none of them can move. They all have two steps worth of space on this stage to try and jam out to. And listen, I get it if you're like really into like the techno scene or whatever where it's like, you know, music that is just sounds. And like I get it. I have fun with it. It's 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 a fun time. I like stomp too. <laughs> but fucking like you got to he just maybe get a real singer. I bet you that would help. Yeah, no that's this, that's the problem here. This, this 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 may this lead singer looks like the failed frontman of every single like shitty town band that you've seen. He's 50 and he acts like he's 26 and fucking 125 pounds when he's forty when he's fifty-two and fucking two fifty. He wears he wears a shitty sweater. Uh, uh quick quick joke note. I think they're called L C D Sound System because they were the test band for L C D. Because they just, listen, listen, I think they're a good band if you want to test out, like, the, the power of your LCD sound system. Because they're going to give you weird sounds in a bunch of places. Fucking, I don't like that the lead singer gives himself a shitty percussion solo in every song where he's just like, Now we're going to hear me hit these two cowbells in an interesting pattern. For, like, 30 seconds of this song. Not to mention, you, he needs, like, the lyrics are fucking... I'm. I've never been like a real fan of lyrics that are just the same word over and over again, unless it's like already ri- like specifically. It's like build and like put in as like pre-recorded sound.
1: Yeah, like if you if you change it a little to make mm-hmm. it like more. Uh, yeah, if it means or like if it's if it's not a constant drone over the real music that helps. <laughs> like if it wasn't like. What is there's there's one song that just says uh uh yeah yeah uh around that the just world just American Dad in Spanish <laughs> once every
0: like couple of seconds and that's a bop
1: yeah but, like or
0: even Daft Punk's Around the World literally the only words are yeah. around the world and yet somehow that's an infinitely better song
1: I think I don't even think there's any rules to this I think he's just like really bad at the specific kind of performing that he really desperately wants to do and he's got a voice that like i don't know maybe he could sing a song if he decided to sing the song
0: mm-hmm. like
1: i he's he's just he just drones words and he doesn't have the charisma for it and he just he's not he's he he's i don't he's not good you said and all you, I... of the music behind him is very i'm i think i could get into it i think there's some fun cool sounds there But there's just this weird old man saying dumb (laughs) shit over and over again in the the, I I was sitting on a train like a, a couple of weeks ago. I was getting home from work and there was this fucking dude and he was behind me. And I think he was drunk, but he was just behind me and he had a fucking jukebox and he was playing music loud as fuck. And I shit you not, every five seconds, or not five, it wasn't every amount of time. It was, it, there were, sometimes it was one second, sometimes it was five, sometimes it was ten. It was always different. Every time he would stop, he would lower the music a lot and say something to no one. <laughs> and I, it, it was, it was like, it was like that water torture where they drop a, a, a drop of water at like different inconstant <laughs> increments where, like, I just, I don't, I can't focus on anything because whatever's going around me is changing. That's what this stupid song is.
0: Yeah, not to mention, like, the fucking lead singer has a haircut that would look bad on someone attractive and looks worse on someone his age.
1: He looks like fucking James Corden hit rock bottom. (laughs) The thing is, is that he's too, like, tall to be James Corden, He's also very lean for James Corden, but yeah, that, he's that's like, the rock he's,
0: bottom. He's, he's James Corden, if James Corden could stop shoving his fucking food in his mouth for 10 minutes. Jesus Christ. Of all, of the,
1: of all of the things to rail against James Corden on, I, know, <laughs> I think we could pick a higher fruit than that. You'd think. <laughs>
0: can, but won't, I guess. <laughs> Oh, I think, I, I think I've said most of my, my piece with LCD sound system. All I <laughs>
1: needed to say was that I think the music is oh. fun, but the man needs to stop. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I got.
0: Uh, you know, one last thing is just fucking like, I thought Colin Jost had a punchable face. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So then we get to uh, weekend update. Oops, all jokes edition. That's right. Uh there are no featured segments for uh for weekend update this week. Uh too much news to cover. Uh no. of which, you know, there's the big thing with uh whole Russia invading you uh, the sovereign nation of Ukraine.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Uh yeah. Listen, and also there were
1: some winners in there.
0: Listen, there, there are some good winners. There's the solid fucking uh, so I think there's like two that epit- one epitomizes old, e- old weekend update and one epitomizes new weekend update. So the new weekend update joke uh, was uh, the after Biden interviewed uh, the three black women and actually nominated one for the Supreme Court. Uh, oh, I thought that was just for show, said the NFL is a solid new <coughs> SNL joke. It's, it's like mm. slightly edgy. It references a very recent uh, thing in the NFL and it's like very it's just very like good and pointed yep and then solid and then the solid old SNL joke is fucking Medina Spirit has been posthumously uh removed as a Kentucky Derby winner because they failed the uh, doping test and to Medina Spirit I hope I hope you burn in hell you cheater I
1: hope, you burn, I hope it's hot, hot in, in horse, horse hell. hell.
0: It's just, God it's, damn it. it's such, like... I guess I
1: just think horses are funny, but horse hell is the funniest <laughs> idea I've ever... I hope it's hot in horse hell. I'm keeping oh, that.
0: It's so... It's so... It's, like I said, it just kind of epitomizes, like, old SNL in such a way, because it's just such a funny line, targeted at nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes! And <I> told <laughs> And
0: I will say, I will say, uh... When you get all the re, I think one of the reasons why we didn't have any uh, featured segments on update this week is just because there are just a lot of sketches that go like a minute too long, and because of that, you have to cut, you have to cut from somewhere, and the only place you can cut is is weekend update.
1: <laughs> mm, mm, yeah,
0: when you get long sketches that don't go anywhere, you get a short weekend update. Alright, so uh after weekend update, we get Subway Churro. The fifth in John Mulaney's New York musical. And if you liked uh If you if you liked Diner Lobster, uh fucking Bodega Bathroom, Airport Sushi, and uh, I forget the fourth one, but it's about... Oh, the...
1: so it's... Okay, okay. It's about the bodega the... Bathroom was the only one that I'd seen before. Because I remembered when I saw uh, uh, Airport Sushi, I I was like, have I seen this before? Uh, but I didn't remember anything in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is because I saw Bodega Bathroom, and they're all the same.
0: <laughs> yes, listen, listen. This sketch... This sketch is just a recurring sketch. It, it runs. It hits the same beats pretty much every time. But, generally, it's a fun time. Yeah, no, it, it is I that. Listen, I had a blast with this one. When I first saw it, I was a little disappointed. Upon seeing it again, very happy with it. I, th- I think it was a lot of fun. Uh, if I Was a Mole Man is just such a, like, fun little bit. Because <laughs> that's also my favorite song from Fiddler, so... <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, I noticed that Andrew Dismukes is playing the Pete Davidson role because normally Pete Davidson has to uh, is the one who orders the weird thing. Mm. Uh, it's sad. Unfortunately, he was not on this episode. Probably, so they didn't have to talk about Kanye West. <laughs> uh, fucking.
1: Oh my god.
0: I, I just have such like a heart for like the John Mulaney musical sketch every time. I loved that Mulaney was like, I know, can you even do South Pacific? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fucking Kyle Mooney looks more like a teenage Ben Platt than Ben Platt did in the Dear Evan Hansen movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) <laughs> Thing is, like Kyle Mooney and Andrew Dismukes. Well, I guess I guess it's it's not fair to Dismukes because the he's the human uh, chameleon. He's, he's a human chameleon. He was he was a he is a psyop by the CIA uh to fill every role in SNL at the same time. Uh but uh <laughs> uh he uh they both have this uncanny ability of just looking like children. Mm-hmm. They can just be any age. They sorry, they look like children and can also be I don't know they've I've ever seen them as old men. No, I think they can just look like children. Yeah. I don't know if they can. I'd love to see them try, but uh yeah. they just like look like old babies.
0: And then fucking it ends with Jesus Christ Superstar. Who doesn't who doesn't love that?
1: Absolutely. Excellent. Sorry, yeah I believe you mean Jesus Christ subway car.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they can't say Jesus Christ Superstar without getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Subway car. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Also, it's called the F train because it's effing me is so New York. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think it's just that these sketches, like these sketches specifically, all encapsulate just something about New York in such a brilliant way that it really like touches (laughs) my heartstrings every time.
1: (laughs) They're all. It's every single it it accentuates how. This place is horrible and magical. It is. It's, it yeah, is, listen, uh, it, listen,
0: I'm a big fan of uh, the College Humor sketch where it's called Don't Talk Shit About New York, in which Brennan Lee right. Mulligan loses his fucking mind at people because they they all complain, and he just says horrible shit about New York the entire time. <laughs> and they're like, wait, but aren't you um, just confirming everything we're saying? He goes, of course I am. You think I don't know my own city?
1: <laughs> that's right. Oh, I oh, love him. Oh. Love him so much. Brennan Lee Mulligan is a dream.
0: Mm-hmm. Brennan Lee Mulligan, if you're watching somehow, if, if your busy <laughs> schedule allows you to watch a shitty podcast in which they review SNL episodes, come on for an episode. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, hop on, <laughs> please. Uh, all right, so after that musical sketch, we get uh, Behind the Slime.
1: I. It is. I it is
0: A solid I, fish in the blender sketch.:
1: Okay, yes, yes. A fish in the blender sketch, I suppose, is what you would call something that is not something that that were it were it not as Were it not, it, not it as funny as it was <laughs> It is there's something in it that makes it watchable there's something there is a core there is there is an idea to this sketch it is not it is not chaos a cake sketch is where chaos overline overlaps with mediocrity uh this is just mediocrity no no i
0: think i think it's obvious this is just chaos <laughs>
1: It's not even good enough. Well, then I, a cake sketch has to be something. Else. I guess it's not even mediocrity a cake sketch because this yeah. is this is mediocre. This sketch is mediocre. It is chaos. You're right. It's it's just
0: it's not good. I or it's not great. I, I listen. I, I don't know. This I'm I'm always a big fish in the blender apologist. <laughs> <laughs> like how you're a monologue apologist. I am a fish in a, in the blender apologist. <laughs> fucking, there's just so much to it that I love. I love that Cecily got a fucking big-ass concrete of slime dropped in her head, and Melissa Villasenor got a bucket. (laughs) I love that John Mulaney got blasted with a fucking cannon. (laughs) I wish, (laughs) like, I love
1: those things in isolation, but they cannot elevate the fact that this sketch doesn't work on its own.
0: To me. I don't know, I feel like, I feel like they did it, they did it as best as they were ever going to be able to, where it was the right framing device, because how else are you going to get that? They, they touched on, I think, I think the jokes where it was just like, where they'd say something and then immediately cut to Chris Redd being like, this is from 1980. (laughs) (laughs) This is Uh. not okay today. But this is from 1980.
1: <laughs> it's also very funny that Nickelodeon uh, is is still on the air in 1980.
0: That's the wild thing is you can't do that on television. Was a Nickelodeon show, and you could never get that like put on today. Oh my! <laughs> you god. You can't do that on television.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: Uh and I think I just I didn't what I
1: I was I didn't like. Uh, I thought the escalation was weird. Like, oh, there was, I no, there was no escalation. Don't yeah, get it was me just wrong. Three, you're right. It was just three weird things. But they were like, they were. it was weird. I didn't, I didn't. It was, the dropping the brick was very funny. Blows my mind that that was the first one. Like the first one should have been the weird spray. Like I guess if it was weird spray, then brick, then really long drop
0: maybe Mm. but like opening with brick was a bad move because brick was so strong i think i think the move should have been uh brick uh not brick uh should have been long draw long one sure uh spray cannon brick then brick brick's a middle one though yeah all right then a brick then spray definitely long i feel like the long pull one uh, probably should Then been... spray
1: cannon would have to be funnier. They would have need to have put pepper spray in it or something. <laughs> like if they said, "Oh no no, oh, no no, yeah, we used an empty pepper spray can to use to do this." And like my eyes are burning. That would have been great. Or
0: like, or or uh, or they set up a, like a breakaway wall, and it's like a cannon, cannon of paint, and Mulaney goes through yes. a fucking wall. <laughs> yes,
1: it needed it needed it, the escalation needed fixing. I think you're right that all of the parts worked individually, but the escalation was distracting to me and that I didn't like the way it went. And also, AD Bryant coming on as the person that workshopped the thing. She did not add enough to make it more than just Mikey Day explaining what's weird in the scene.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I will say that like it at least like fit narrative wise just because it's behind the scenes. So obviously yeah. they're going to have production crew and stuff. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. But
0: also, but also eighty might be like, I dropped the bucket and then the bucket fucking falls. Is so funny. (laughs) That is very funny. Yes.
1: (laughs) A lot of great
0: parts in this
1: sketch just needed. Mm -hmm.
0: Listen, it's like, uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, it it needed some more time in the oven, but there's no time left. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oof. Uh, All right. So we get LCD sound system part two. Uh listen, I've wasted a lot of energy already talking about them. I'm not gonna keep going. I don't like this band. If you don't like that I don't like this band, write me an email at Billy at BillyHateMail at gmail dot com.
1: I wanna like this band. I really do. I don't like the guy. I don't like what he does. Um I would like the band without him if they made fun sounds uh that were like just, just interesting soundscapes. And like I I want <laughs> I I, I, I that is something that I will enjoy. Give, give me the thing. Please, please, please fire this man.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Then we move on our 10 minutes to one sketch, uh, the Robinson family reunion. This is a sequel sketch to the Robinson wedding from one of Mulaney's old episodes where it's okay. basically the same idea where he's like, oh, I don't know anyone, and then a bunch of people he knows are there. Also, he's doing dance moves
1: yeah this one uh fell down in a lot of ways uh it the idea the core idea is fun and functional um the fact that uh he's showing up to he's showing up to this family he doesn't know anyone at the family uh there's a presumed cultural difference because everyone there is black and he's white um and then uh uh as uh then so you're assuming a fish out of water story and the joke the, the 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 joke is that he knows everyone there and knows everything that he's supposed to do. That's half of a joke.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jokes, jokes—a strong doesn't word. Do anything in this. That's story, which is... I'd I'd consider it. That's the thing that's supposed to be funny. Yes, but ego
1: isn't doing anything, and that's distracting. Because if the joke, the joke could be that ego doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't she she doesn't meet her family that often and, and so she doesn't know these distant cousins that he knows. Uh she uh she's never heard of this version of the dance before, which she says, but she knows all the moves to the dance. So that's not a joke. That's just
0: distracting. That's just a statement. That's a that's way. A to do lie. It. There's also That's a just a do. lie. <laughs> that's just a lie,
1: yes. <laughs> Uh, and then there's also a direction in which... And these are just the two obvious directions. You could go unpredicted. Uh, you, could, you could do something that... You could be smarter than me right now and make a better sketch. But these are the two ways... These are the two open goals you have for you. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is where she knows everything, she knows everyone, but she's the one putting him down, and he's the one constantly subverting that expectation. In both of these situations... Ego has a role in the scene that mm-hmm. heightens the joke. Instead, she's just there. Again, we don't need to do these jokes. All of these jokes are very boring. <laughs> these are not exciting jokes to go down, but they are functional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's... I guess it's a I just weak, really don't like the sketch. <laughs> it's, it's a weekender, but also less people watch uh, 10 minutes to 1... So, like, if if this was the most functional sketch they had of the cut for times, I could see them throwing this on.
1: I guess. But, like, make the ten minutes to one the, uh, like, I personally think... Monkey Judge should have been they, ten minutes
0: to one, obviously. Like
1: Monkey Judge absolutely should have been ten minutes to one. It's weird, you're warmed up, you just, and if it, it, the parts that don't land, you're like, who cares? It's a ten minutes to one sketch. This one is more of a first thirty minutes sort yeah. of deal where like, they front-load after the cold open and after maybe a stronger opening, like the second real sketch, might be kind of a sticker. That's where I'd put this one, personally.
0: Yeah. It's it's awkward placement for not like great. So, yeah. Listen, that's everything we yeah. got to say about it. I think L.L. Bean's Customer of the Year was a solid line, but besides oh, that... Oh, absolutely. All right. Now we move on to our Awards of the Week. Uh, we have... Three awards, Offensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week, and Sketch of the Night. Starting with Offensive Player of the Week. This is a person who played strange characters, was a driving force in a lot of sketches, uh, and generally uh, was like the main character of whatever sketch they were in. Uh, This week, my... Oh boy, I wonder who it's going to be. Yeah, my Offensive Player of the Week is John Mulaney. Oh no! What an upset! What an upset that former SNL writer John Mulaney, when he's host, makes himself the main character of all the sketches yep. and makes nails himself it.
1: the main character of all the sketches. Has a hand in writing all of the sketches, <laughs> so
0: they are tuned to his particular set of skills.
1: Listen, uh, and like this uh, may this may
0: sound like shade, but it's just like, duh! Of course he's gonna do good. He's yeah. he's he's got it already. It's The only the only reason this is Shade is because
1: in this fictional award we're making that nobody asked for, <laughs> um, he has game to the system. uh uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad at him because I put him in a situation where he's the bad guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's...
1: But I'm still mad. Yes, no, he did a great job. Congratulations, Java lady. You're the offensive player of the week. You got what
0: you wanted. <laughs> You did it, bud. You want a you want a sports award? Kind of.
1: <laughs> you want a sports award from an SNL podcast that nobody listens to?
0: Hey, we have ones of viewers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we... Nah, maybe. Uh, no, I think we might have broken ten of viewers now. Oh, that's right. We're getting up in the getting up in the rankings. Uh, uh... That puts us <laughs> in the top one percentile of podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Defensive Player of the Week. This is someone who uh, played the straight man in sketches. Uh, generally kept things on the rails and together uh, in a sketch, and uh, generally would like make sure that things were okay. And you know, more of a background character that uh, uh, helps out in scenes. Connor, who do you have for Defensive Player of the Week? I can't think of someone right now I know I'm this is a this to... is a tough week because there wasn't a lot of defense being played
1: it's true it's true Keenan was in a lot of skeins he's always a he's always a, yeah, a yeah. He, he's
0: always a popular one for this he he i
1: he's he does his job all the time he's he's yeah, you love to have Keenan on board i don't I don't remember a specific standout of him saving a scene i don't think many scenes needed uh
0: you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for oddball choice chris red for defensive player of the week based off of his work in uh the subway churro sketch because he's the friend who's like you're getting a churro on the sub (laughs) in the subway and he's just and he's the one like Mole people are real, and he's he has all. He's not he's not wrapped into the songs. He is very much sure. there to be like he's very much there to be the audience like viewpoint of like what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, style. So I feel like he plays a lot of defense in that, and in the uh, slime sketch, uh, him playing uh, Nick Cannon uh, and help helping to frame the show and frame the old, the funny parts of the sketch in order to make it work, uh, allow him to be my defensive player of the week.
1: Okay, that's good. I'm going to... I... I, I, Okay. I don't... I think this one's not going to be a... a, You might not like this one. I don't know. It's only for one sketch, because she's only in one sketch. But it needed a lot of saving. I'm going to give it to Tina Fey, who I think... The five timers sketch was one was the only sketch that was floundering as it was floundering really really bad and pretty generally she could have a joke that she could deliver to keep things on the rails she had and I I, I say that like she improvised it I don't know she probably didn't um but maybe she, who knows uh but the point is she was she was always delivering a strong line she was always delivering it in a strong way she clearly was practicing uh <laughs> so between her and uh between her and uh uh, uh John Mullaney, the two of them could keep something of a functioning sketch going. And it's not like uh it's not like anybody was any of the older uh, five timers were doing a bad job, but they were clearly there for their gags and then they were hanging off to the side. But the people that were keeping it alive as a sketch on its own were those two. Mm-hmm. Even Paul Rudd wasn't doing a great job in that Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, see, I, I see what you mean. Uh, listen, that, that was definitely a strong defensive showing. Valid as a defensive player of the week. I accept, <laughs> I accept <laughs> your, no, your nomination for it. Uh, Alright. Sketch of the night. Uh, I think mine's pretty obvious what I'm going to pick. So, if you want to go first, Connor. Or do you want me to vamp for a bit with mine?
1: I'm trying to remember all the sketches to see what my. Uh, Do you
0: want me to go uh, go through them yeah, real quick? Yeah, you great? don't mind. Uh, so yeah. we got the monologue, monkey judge, dog food sketch, COVID restrictions, please don't destroy, five timers sketch, weekend update, subway churro, behind the slime, Robinson family reunion. Wow.
1: When you look at them all, like, in the moment, they're all a great time. I think it's got, I think this was a very mid-episode, uh, where, like, nothing, there were, there were a lot of great jokes, but nothing stood out as a fantastic sketch, and there were also no absolute bombs. Even even Robinson Family Reunion, in any other night, would have been a functioning sketch, even though it wasn't the strongest. Uh, yeah, I'll go with, uh, uh, why don't you do yours first? Right. I'm still going to decide.
0: I'm going to go with Subway Churro. I'm a sucker for musical sketches. Uh, it's always fun to get a medley like that. Uh, and, you know, they're always so New York-centric that, like, growing up in the New York City metropolitan area, it just touches my heartstrings every time because I know what they're talking about. Uh, so for me, it's always gonna, every single Mulaney uh, sketch, I think, every time Mulaney is hosted, I think my sketch of the night has just been the musical sketch. So it's just like, to I'm work, not, work. I'm not changing. I'm not changing myself.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm caught between the stronger sketch overall of, uh, dog food and the one that brought me the most childlike joy, which was Monkey Judge.
0: Uh, well, I mean, listen, your and... opinion's already tainted, so it doesn't matter which you pick. <laughs> If you, if you
1: want to send any word in my defense, please write us at billyhatemail at gmail.com. Just a single thing. I, they all hate me here. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm not making any friends. Uh, uh, it's tough. It's tough between the two because they're both very strong. Uh, I will always side with childlike glee though, and I'm going to go with Monkey Judge.
0: Yeah, I think for the right people, Monkey Judge is very good. It's it's just like it's just one of those where I was like, ah, you know, I it's not it's not for me, and that's fine. It's
1: it's it's also it's very weak in a lot of ways, but like, if you just really like John Mulaney saying a a bunch of monkey facts, <laughs> yeah, exp- explaining how he is a monkey in like detail constantly. For several minutes. If that makes you roll on the floor laughing. um, That is what this sketch is. And <laughs> and I and I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are our thoughts. On the most recent episode. Of SNL. Uh, we will be back next week. For Oscar Isaac. With Charlie XEX. I'm glad that she is uh, coming back. She was supposed to be here for Paul Rudd's episode. But that obviously got cancelled. Yep. Uh, and, uh, listen, whatever you can do to help the Ukraine is better than nothing. Uh, hopefully we get peace soon. And until then, uh, support local comedy. Yep. Have a good time, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.